Joe Keyboard here, news director for WCMP and KBEK, as I'm joined by Jim Erickson, Bram alum, veteran, broadcaster, play-by-play announcer. Is that the way you describe it, Jim? Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. I guess. Uh, Welcome. Thank, uh, thanks for stopping on by. Thank you. I'm uh, glad to be here. Obviously, this is old home <laughs> week. I haven't been here since uh, the early 2000s, and uh, my last day on the air here was December First Saturday in December, 1998. I remember it vividly, mm-hmm. basically in this same spot where we're sitting right now, hosting the coaches' clipboard. Wow! A Saturday morning coaches show that we mm-hmm. did, and uh, my predecessor Ty Lagerman did it as well. So uh, it's been a long time, and uh, it has changed a lot. But it's nice to be within <laughs> the friendly confines and walls here of yeah. uh, what we just used to call the WCMP studios. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome back! It's it's good to have you here. What's what's it like seeing the station now after being gone? You know, being away for so many years. Like I said, it has changed. You guys have done a lot of mm-hmm. different things in here. The studios are different. The, this this one is in the same spot where the WCMP AM thirteen fifty studio mm-hmm. was, although it's uh, shrunk a little bit here. The walls have been changed. The doors in a different spot. There aren't records all over the place. We had <laughs> walls and walls of, of vinyl mm-hmm. records in here. And the news studio was uh, over there where Josh is doing his stuff. And uh, that was FM studio mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, for me, it's just great to be here because it's changed so much. But I can see where everything yeah. was and where it used to be. And now it's really fun to see mm-hmm. how it has uh, kind of morphed into uh, into a modern radio uh, <laughs> studio, keeping up with the times. Mm-hmm. And so you're a graduate of Bram schools mm-hmm. and, and you obviously worked here and you've got ties to the area. Have you stayed kind of in touch with the area since, you know, moving on to bigger, to bigger a- avenues? Or? Yeah, I certainly have. Mm-hmm. I live in the, I live in the North Metro. I've lived in Blaine. I've mm-hmm. lived in Otsego. When I first moved away from WCMP, I lived in Zimmerman. So uh, not far from Bram, mm-hmm. and I still have a lot of friends there. Still golf with uh, a lot of yeah. a lot of the Bram people and uh, people that I grew up with. Some of my old teachers mm-hmm. I still golf with, and uh, I still come up for some events. Still play. I play in their fundraising golf tournament. Mm-hmm. I've been to Pi Day. It's been a few years since I've been to Pi Day. Pi Day. Got to get up there again. But uh, yeah, I've stayed mm-hmm. in touch, and uh, it's a great town. It's a great town to mm-hmm. to grow up in. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the, for the world, certainly. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had a lot of good experiences there and just based on what I was able to do in high school, that kind of yeah. set me on the path for my broadcasting career. Yeah. And that's, is that part of why you're, you're coming back to talk at the, uh, Bram area education foundation gala coming up in a week from, from this airing? To be honest, I don't know why I'm talking. I, <laughs> I thought they could find somebody else, somebody mm-hmm. better. No, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm excited to mm-hmm. do it. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, be a lot of people there I know and uh, obviously they somehow some for some reason they wanted to hear what I had to say <laughs> and uh, obviously a lot of those people have probably followed me on mm-hmm. some of the other things I do uh, state hockey tournament TV things like yeah. that and uh, they asked me and uh, it was an easy yes uh, Tim Nelson uh, from mm-hmm. the committee uh, asked me in fact I was driving I was on my way to go to Madison Wisconsin to broadcast St. Cloud State Hockey in the fall and he called and asked me and I said oh, Certainly, I'd like mm-hmm. to do it. I don't know yet what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> That's we're fair. Get, you got, you got a lot of time. Pr- we're getting pretty close. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about just doing it like my radio show and just going right <laughs> off the cuff. You know, maybe set up a couple of microphones, mm-hmm. some headphones, play some music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe people would enjoy that. Yeah. Maybe I'll get booed out of the room. I don't mm-hmm. know, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't been to one of these yet, okay. and I know it's a big deal, and it's really a big fundraiser uh, yeah. uh, for that committee and for the kids uh, in Bram. Mm-hmm. 
Outside of doing like more traditional kind of broadcasting work, you do a lot of play-by-play stuff. And yeah. were you an athletic person in school, or is that did you play a lot of sports prior to getting I was. involved? Okay, yeah, I was. I played a lot of sports, and then my ninth grade year, I hurt my, I injured my foot. Okay, football, and they didn't know what it was. It turned out after a while, they didn't know they didn't have anything called plantar fasciitis back in the early to mid '80s, apparently. Mm. And that's end of what I had, and they just couldn't fix it, so I couldn't play. But then I started doing the broadcasting. I started mm-hmm. doing PA. I started doing PA at the football games when I was a sophomore, and then mm-hmm. started doing play-by-play of volleyball because then they would put it on the cable access. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was citation cable, and now... I don't know if it's Mediacom, mm. whoever provides cable in, in East Central <laughs> Minnesota, uh, they would put it on the cable access. Mm. <laughs> My play-by-play would be on TV, and people would tell me later that they watched it. So I think I've got a VHS tape of that someplace. Uh, oh, that's cool. So, And then because I couldn't play, I was a manager mm. and, and managed football and basketball and did those kind of things, but always wanted to be a broadcaster, always. When I was in high school, I think my biggest interest what I really wanted to do when I was in high school, I wasn't so much about radio or the announcing part of it. Mm. It was, I loved editing videos. I loved putting together yeah. videos. Uh, Bram High School at that time, and I believe they still do have a real nice TV studio, but for the mid-80s and late-80s, they had as nice of a mm. TV studio probably as any high school in the state, and they really took pride in that. So uh, used to love going into the TV studio and making uh, sports videos, You know, putting highlights to music and Obviously, you can do a whole lot more now with digital <laughs> stuff, but this mm-hmm. is all analog, all analog, all VHS tapes. So that's what I was really interested in, and then uh, and then went to school for it, and mm-hmm. then eventually leaned then towards the broadcasting, and I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. What was it like working here at WCMP in those early days? Because it's like I, because similar to you, I'm from the area. I went to school and at Northwestern and St. Paul for broadcasting, and yeah. then you're back here. I'm from Pine City, so it wasn't too much of a jaunt, no. but from the area and suddenly you're back, you know, in your home turf broadcasting. What was that like for you? It was an easy decision mm-hmm. uh, to work here. I li- I grew up in Bram, but I was kind of North Bram. I was on Highway 70 okay. between Graston and Brunswick, Yep, not far from Graston, went to church in Graston mm-hmm. at Hope Lutheran. And uh, so it was an easy drive. It was a 15 minute drive <laughs> from my house mm-hmm. to get here. And how I started here is I was going to Brown Institute, yeah. which of course is, is now defunct, but Brown Institute Broadcasting School. I enrolled November, October of 88. In 89, I saw an ad on the wall in the hallway outside of the placement director's office that said part-time needed WCMP Pine City. Well, I'm going to call. Mm-hmm. So I called the program director at that time, was Mike Hughes, And he said, yeah, we need some help on the weekends. We need people to engineer, produce Green Bay Packer football Hmm. and go for football. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were running Packer football on WCMP-FM, which was 92.1 at that time. Uh, Still on the tower at Baroon, Mm -hmm. but uh, it was only 3,000 watts. And my first gig in radio was engineering Packers games. One of the first games I engineered was when they made the trade for Herschel Walker (laughs) and he uh, dazzled the crowd. Mm. Of course, we know it didn't finish all that well, but uh, that's kind of that's how I started Mm. here. And then shortly thereafter, uh, a few weeks after they needed help on Saturday afternoon. So then I started coming in on Saturday at Mm. three o'clock doing the show, signing the station off at midnight. 
and then I got the the, uh, the uh, sports director's job full time uh, when uh, Ty Lagerman left, mm. and I'm sad. Uh, I I know that he passed away just uh, not too long ago. Yeah, and he was a longtime sports director and on-air pers- personality here uh, for 20 years at least. So I know he started in '70 and he left in '90. But when he left, that opened up the sports mm. director's uh, door. And uh, that allowed me to take that, doing play-by-play. So that got me started there. That started me on that path. And then uh, shortly, and that was March of 1990, uh, during the playoffs and uh, the the winter playoffs. And then the morning guy got let go in the summer of that year. (laughs) So I'm doing sports director and doing afternoons, and all of a sudden – the morning guy got let go, mm-hmm. and they go, Jim, we want you to do mornings. So I'm going to do sports and mornings. I said, sure, yeah. I'll do it. I don't need sleep. Yeah. I don't need sleep at all. So uh, that's how. And then from summer of 90 until December of 98, when I mm-hmm. left, uh, that's what I did. I did the mornings on, on the AM, mm-hmm. Paul Harvey news and comment, and then did the sports <laughs> and did a lot of sports then in the mm. fall, winter, and the spring. Gotcha. With your time here doing, you know, local sports, do you have some favorite moments from the games you called and some of the things you kind of lean back on when you think about your time as sports director for, maybe we don't have to go through all of them because unfortunately we don't have that much time, but you know, one or two memories that you just kind of... If you need me to buy the time, I will. I brought my (laughs) checkbook. No, we need to go two hours because I got a lot. No, there was a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. fun, fun memories. The first game I broadcast was Isle at Bram Baseball. Okay. It was my first game, spring of 1990, broadcasting by myself. I had done some color with Ty, mm-hmm. but the first game I broadcast by myself was Isle at Bram Baseball. The then general manager, Tom Albrecht, uh, was in his truck mm-hmm. sitting on the street next to the baseball field in Bram, listening as I yeah. did it. And uh, it was good because I was familiar. I knew the Bram coach. Mm-hmm. I knew, you know, I was from Bram, so it was really good. So that was fall of 1990. And, uh, so that's a memory for me. I can still sitting in the, I can still remember sitting in the bleachers using the old Marty. Mm-hmm. Probably don't have time to go into what the old <laughs> Marty was, but it wasn't cell phone. It was mm-hmm. something else. Uh, that was a great memory. Uh, Bram going to the prep, uh, not the prep bowl, but the semifinals in 94, I want to say. And then Mora won the prep bowl championship in 96. That was a lot of fun. That was the first time I had called, a state championship, any of the state tournament games, whenever a team got to the state tournament, it was always, mm-hmm. and it's probably still the same way, just so excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, t- the towns get so excited and the, the businesses rally. And, you know, I don't know what the rates are now, but we say, hey, you know, 45 bucks and you're on the game. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mm-hmm. one of our sports boosters. So the salespeople would be happy. I'd be happy because I'm ca- calling the games, getting to broadcast at the Metrodome. Mm-hmm or Met Center or the Civic Center or uh, any of the, the other venues, mm-hmm. the Williams Arena, of course, uh, great uh, North Branch Volleyball, their state runs outstanding. So, so many, uh, so many great memories uh, that, uh, that will live uh, with mm-hmm. me forever. And talking to the coaches, I love working with the coaches yeah. and doing that coaches clipboard. We had uh, more than 10 schools on that. So I was doing interviews with 10 plus coaches every Saturday morning to get wow. them on the air and show that would uh, run for more than two hours. <laughs> so it was an extravaganza yeah. of sports every Saturday morning on WCMP. <laughs> I can imagine. And this was all probably pre-email. So you were ca- making phone pre-email. making phone calls all week to try and get them all. You are right. I'm glad you made that up. <laughs> I had every, I had to know every coach's mm-hmm. prep time. 
So wow. they would, a- I would ask them what their prep time mm-hmm. was. So I knew what was a good time to call if I had to call and say, Hey, we're doing the game. You know, can mm-hmm. I get stats? You know, can I do a pregame interview? You're on the coach's clipboard this week. When would you like to do that? I see you play on Thursday. So would you like to pre-record Friday or do you want to do Saturday morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Ditburner, who was a longtime uh, boys basketball coach at Inkley Findlayson, he liked doing his interviews Saturday morning. I get here before five to sign on the FM at five o'clock. I'm assuming FM's 24 hours now. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we would sign on at five and then that would sign off mm-hmm. at midnight. So I'd get here on a Saturday morning, had to get that on at five. And then he would want to do his interview at five ten in the morning. So we're doing it. <laughs> I'm barely awake. So yeah, that yeah. I can still remember that. But yeah, you'd have to. And then we'd send out letters to the mm-hmm. coaches saying, hey, here are the numbers for you to call scores in. Of course, none of that. Uh, mm. anymore here. Yeah, I barely talk to coaches on the phone at all now. Mm. You know, it's either text or, or emails yeah. when, I'm, when I'm covering sports. So uh, yeah, it, it's changed uh, obviously mm. and definitely a lot. Yeah. And kind of getting back to the Bram Area Education Foundation, their gala is happening on April 15th. Uh, do you know where people can buy tickets if they want? Or? Yes. Yeah. The, the best thing to do is to, and mm. I don't have the number here, but uh, you can look it up and mm. Google the uh, superintendent's office at Bram Area High School. And I believe the tickets are $50 mm-hmm. each, and it's a fundraiser, as you know, for Bram Kids and mm-hmm. the committee that helps support Bram Kids, and they've been doing that for a long time with a lot of these events. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the Bram High School. Used to, it was Westview when I went there. Okay. It was Westview High School, and now Bram Area High School, the superintendent's office, and uh, they'll be able to set you up. And I did check uh, not too long ago, and there's still tickets available. Wonderful. Is there anything else you want to talk about today, Jim, or is that... We cover it. Yeah, we did. I mean, I could go on and Mm -hmm. on about uh, sports memories Mm -hmm. and uh, getting up broadcasting uh, from the county fairs, going Mm -hmm. live with the morning show, Mm -hmm. and I'm only up with the chickens. Nobody else is up at the fair, Pine County (laughs) Fair, ready to go on the air at 6 a.m. Remember my first experience of being on the air, how nervous I was. Mm-hmm. And uh, first time on the air in 1989, and also the pressure of reading uh, in memoriam mm. the obituaries, yeah, and how much pressure that was. I remember my first experience; I mispronounced a name, mm. one of the first times I read it, and I learned shortly thereafter, after doing in memoriam, don't answer the phone or have somebody <laughs> else answer the phone because <laughs> yeah. I mispronounced the name mm-hmm. and I heard about it mm-hmm. when I answered that phone. So. Uh, Know the names, know the pronunciations, mm-hmm. and I think I just learned so much here. Yeah. I learned a lot from Ty. I learned a lot from Mike Hughes. learned a lot from all the people here, and uh, many of those people aren't with us anymore, but uh, it was a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Jim, I appreciate you taking some time to chat with me. Thank you.